Well, Labor has hit out to add a government inquiry into the school property system, saying, quote, National are choosing to prioritise tax cuts over classrooms for children. The three-month review will look into building projects promised to hundreds of schools. Twenty projects have already been paused, and the Ministry of Education says up to 350 projects might need to be scaled down or scrapped. But Papa Moore College Principal Ivar Ropati says this might mean they can't accommodate their students going forward. We increase our role by 50 to 100 a year. It's not going to be too far away before we're in some serious strife unless we have the space to uh, deliver our curriculum. I think we are being caught up uh, in a, a little bit of a political shift a government that are putting down their own stake in the ground in terms of where money could be allocated. Education Minister Erica Stanford joins us now. Kia ora, good morning, Minister. Good morning. When it all comes down to it, is this a cost-saving exercise by your government? Absolutely not. We made that very clear in the stand-up yesterday. We have asked, not asked the Ministry to make any cost savings in school buildings. We haven't given them any directives to stop uh, classrooms being built. Uh, and this is a very, I made it very clear to my officials in the budget process that, that we're not touching school property. In fact, quite the opposite. As I said in the stand-up yesterday, uh, school property is a priority for this government. The problem that we have is a delivery problem. And by the Ministry's own admission, uh, we've had scope creep and you know, a focus on rebuilding rather than upgrading, over-engineering over and uh, extensive landscaping and an over-reliance on bespoke design. So the question for Labour is, uh, you know, did they get good value for taxpayers' money over the last six years and deliver as many classrooms as they could for uh, for the money that they were spending? And I would say that they definitely didn't because now we have a, a, a backlog of 350 schools that by the way, uh, the Ministry of Education started this process in September before uh, you know, we were even in government of re-scoping, redesigning uh, and reprioritising. There were some pretty strong signals around, though, that you were wanting to save money. But let's just pop that to the side. In terms sure. of the, the bespoke designs that you're talking about, we've been speaking mm-hmm. to uh, a school principal at Papamore who said that is not the case with his project, which has now been put on hold. Uh, former mm-hmm. Minister Tanetti as well, saying that modular designs are regularly used. So what do you mean by bespoke? <laughs> Uh, we go into schools, and uh, and I've been into many, um, where you know they've won an architectural award um, because of the fact that we've had uh, architects involved and they've designed their own classrooms, and they are beautiful spaces. Don't get me wrong, but the uptake of repeatable modular designs has not been done at scale. Now, Jim Tenetti can say every day, you know, in the house, oh, we put this policy in place, but but. The problem is that they didn't deliver on it. Uh, and there are isolated examples across the country, and I've seen them, of repeatable designs uh, and, and modular buildings that uh, that have been created off-site and bought on-site. I don't disagree that they've been used in some cases, but it hasn't been rolled out at scale by the ministry's own admission. Uh, they're saying to schools uh, in their communication going out at the moment that there has been an over-reliance on bespoke designs at the same time with the cost escalation in buildings. So... We have to, you know, we are always a government that makes sure that we get best uh, value for money out of taxpayers' money, and that's what we're intending to do. With but isn't this, isn't uh, value for money just another way of saying cheap? I mean, look at let's look at some of the the uh, the buildings that have been uh, well, uh, put on hold, uh, Farinui and gymnasiums. Are they are they too fancy? But they're not fancy. It's just that we have to pri- they have to prioritise, and the government 
Uh, well, are they beyond the scope of what you but, think should be funded? Well, at the moment, the government uh, are looking at you know making sure we're getting as many classrooms as we possibly can to account for role growth because of the explosion and uh, numbers of children from migrant families who are turning up. So that's a priority. This exercise, as I say, started in September. I have not come in and said, stop building gymnasiums. This was something that started after, by the way, Grant Robertson put out his decree saying, uh, you know, we need to save some money. So as per usual, what Labor do is they pour money into infrastructure and then at the very last minute have a sit down and have a think about whether or not they delivered good value for money. Okay, can Uh, I just take you back to the Whareinui and gymnasium? Because I guess uh, there is a logic that would suggest you could build more classrooms for the price of, uh, you know, a Whareinui or a gymnasium at a school. Are those kinds of projects going to be funded through your government? We are going to be putting more money every year into school property, like we always have done, like every government has done. The problem that we have at the moment is that just the classrooms, though. No, no. If, the problem that we have at the moment is we have a pipeline of projects that cannot be delivered on because of the previous government not putting in place the proper processes and policies to ensure they could build things uh, that had good value for money. So, right, so bespoke design. So now we find ourselves in a situation where we have 350 schools that, that are not able to be completely delivered on and need to be rescoped, reprioritised and redesigned because of that issue. And that will mean that, and, and this has been a process that's been ongoing since September, that the Ministry of Education are having to take a look at where are the critical pressures and what can we afford to do right now. Uh, and that is a process that they are going through. So the minister, this is a, a decision for the ministry. They decide on uh, what classrooms get built and what gymnasiums get built. That is an operational decision for them. The, the government doesn't make those decisions. The ministry does. How much cheaper do you think these projects or these buildings can be done for? What, what sort of discount well, on the, what is being done at the moment are you looking at? That's the uh, why we wanted to have a an inquiry to find out how we got here. How does it cost one point two million dollars on average to build a classroom uh, when we know that repeatable designs, modular buildings, offsite manufactured uh, classrooms uh, that can be brought onto site can be done much. Cheaper. But are you so sure that, that with be... the variations, with the sunk costs, uh, with going out and rescoping these jobs and with the passage of time, that they might end up being just as expensive? Well, that is a decision for the ministry that they're undertaking at the moment. And they've told me that they're taking a stock take of these 350 schools to work out exactly that. In the meantime, you've got schools like uh, Eva Ropati's Papamore College. Uh, they are two-thirds of the way through their project, uh, and they're stuck. They say it was well-managed, it was within budget. There were no challenges, a few slight variations, nothing significant, no overspending, uh, and now they're stuck with a growing role so, and nowhere to put the children. But my understanding of Papamore College is that they are almost at the end of their project, and they have had classrooms uh, delivered and they're at the very end where they're looking at, I think it is a gym and a, um, a whareinui or, or something. Uh, the, the issue that the ministry have now got, um, because of this build-up of a pipeline of projects that the previous government weren't able to deliver on, they are now going to go back and look at and redesign and rescope and reprioritise. Uh, and that, as I say, is an operational decision. And they will have to go and look at whether or not uh, they can uh, bring down the cost of a gymnasium, for example, at Papamoa so that they can build a classroom somewhere else. And so, that is a decision for the ministry that they will make. It is operational. But it is because the previous government were unable to deliver uh, on this pipeline because they didn't put the policies and procedures in place to make well, sure they Jan were getting Tenetti good value. Jan has said they would have delivered it. 
Jay Antonini said they would have continued to fund these projects, they would have increased funding as they did every year in government, and these classrooms and these buildings would have been built under their government. But why was it, then you need to ask Jay Antonini, why was it in September, on her watch, that the, the Ministry of Education had to start rescoping, redesigning and reprioritising all of these classrooms? So who's going because to fund these? Who, we came into government. Who's going to pay for these buildings now? Are you looking at? I mean, there's obviously. I mean, you would agree that buildings need to be built. There's obviously uh, discrepancy yes. over how much they should cost. Are you looking at public-private partnerships to fund projects going forward? Yes, we are. We're looking at everything. That's what I've said to this. Uh, the ministerial inquiry, or what I will say to them when, we've, when we appoint them, is in their terms of reference, to look at everything. Because we have critical pressures in our schools at the moment. I'm hearing from schools who are saying we're about to you know, uh, stop taking in-zone kids because of critical pressures. So I am very much uh, across what's happening in the school system. And this inquiry doesn't mean that everything else stops. You know, we will be identifying where the critical pressures are uh, and working on a plan to make sure we're delivering classrooms for those schools. We will also uh, be going through the budget process, and I can't say much, but I can tell you that we will be prioritising uh, school property through the budget process. So there are a number Increasing of funding for here. school property? We will be funding school property. It will be a priority. I can't talk about the detail because I get myself in a bit of strife with the Minister of Finance, but I can, I can tell you it is a priority for this government to fund school property. Appreciate your time this morning. That was Education Minister Erica Stanford.